called Champanella. And this is the show where we pick a music-related topic, then we watch video clips about the topic and talk about the clips. Except sometimes we do an episode when there's no topic. It's a grab bag of video clips we each want to watch, and this episode is one of those grab bags, right, Kirk? That's right. You like how I brought back the old school intro? You're so formal. I figured it's a new season. Let's reset. Let's regroup. It's been a while since we stated the premise. For all the thousands of new viewers and listeners that we've got. <laughs> there are no viewers. We do not do <laughs> we, a video. We, we don't have a YouTube channel? No. No. What? Not, nope. Sorry. What have I been doing with all those videos I sent not, you? We're not live streaming. I'm not okay. recording this on video. Okay. That just requires too much work. Yes. No Set up you. the purchasing of more equipment. Yeah. None of that. I'm not interested. We in have this, and yeah. this is good. We already spend money. <laughs> yes. To not make money. Yes. This is not a. This is not a money making. No. Venture. This is a choice. What that means for you, the listener, though, is there's no ads ever. And pure content like grab bags. Yes, because we're not sellouts. That's right. Yes. yes. But yeah, this is a this is a grab bag episode, and these are super fun. Oh, I'm ready to get weird. Sometimes I like to imagine there's a future for this show where we run out of topics or we get sick of topics, and they're all grab bags. I don't know if that's going to happen because I think if we, for me at least, if I didn't have the guideposts of sticking to a topic, I would run out of stuff to bring to a uh, an always grab bag show so yeah. quick. Oh, yeah. But every 10 episodes or so, I've collected enough weird clips that I want to watch that don't fit into any category. Yes, it's a special treat. Yeah, it is a treat yeah. for us and hopefully for the listeners. Exactly. Yeah. Let's let's start. Let's right, just, just let's open do the it, bag. Fucking bag open. And watch a clip from Mickey Thomas. Oh, okay, do you know Mickey Thomas? Mickey Thomas from Jefferson Starship? Yes. Yes, he sings Jane. Yes, he sings Jane, yeah. the only good uh, Starship song. <laughs> yeah. Fucking you, love that song. You don't like Jefferson Airplane. And, and I, you don't like Starship. But I like... But you do like Jefferson Starship. Because Jane. Right. Okay, so this needs a little explanation. Mm-hmm. This is one of the weirder things I've ever brought to the show and might be one of the deepest cuts. Okay, I think I know a little bit about it based on the title on YouTube. Okay, what do you know about it? Well, this says it's on the Youngblood soundtrack. Yes. Which I've never seen, but I believe is a Rob Lowe movie. Yes. Where he plays a football player. Hockey Hockey player. player. There's another movie where he plays a football player. Uh, that might have been in the Hotel New Hampshire. No, it's no, it's not Hotel New Hampshire. I think he's ever played a football. Are you thinking Keanu Reeves? No, I'm pretty sure Rob Lowe plays a football player, and I'm I'm right about this, but I can't remember. Okay, I can't movie. wait to you. But Young Blood is the hockey movie. Young Blood. Okay. Yes. Young Blood is a movie from the '80s, and Rob '85, '86. Rob Lowe, big star, mm-hmm. biggest star there is, right? And, and young wise. Yeah, this is peak Rob Lowe. Time. Peak Rob Lowe. So they're like, okay, Rob, here's the movie. Mm-hmm. You're a Canadian hockey star. Sure. Um, and you're in the you're like like fresh out of like high school, and you're going into the minors for some season before you're going to make it to the pros. We already know you're already set up to make it to the pros. We're just putting you in the minors so you can get a little you know experience and all that. So he is the young blood. He is the young blood. Yeah. And the whole premise of this fucking movie is he's a star. And he's really good, and he can score at will, and he's really fast and agile. So he kind of doesn't need to be in the minors, but you got to pay your dues. And why does he need to be in the minors? Because he's kind of a pussy. Oh. Yeah. So he needs to get, like, roughed up a little bit. He needs to get roughed up a bit. The whole movie is like, you need to toughen up. So you need to get into the minors and get into some fights and learn how to fight back and be a man. Yeah, well, hockey's no joke. Yes. 
I just love that that's the premise of an 80s movie. Not like, hey, you need to learn how to win. Hey, yeah. you need to be a teammate. It's, you need to learn yeah, how to fight. I thought you were going to say the opposite, where it's like, he's too arrogant. And he needs to get shown, you know, he needs to get roughed up a little bit yes. in that aspect. Like, show like, hey, you're really good, but this is this is going to be the big league. Yeah. You need to, you know, get kicked in the teeth a little bit before yeah. we... But no, it's just... You're a wimp. You're a wimp, and you need to fight. <laughs> and so, who toughens him up? Uh, oh, you're, you're asking me what yeah. actor? I don't know. Mickey Patrick, Thomas. Patrick Swayze. Oh, Patrick Swayze's Patrick in this Swayze's too? How come I haven't seen this movie? It didn't do It's well. an Outsiders reunion. Yep. It's got two actors from the 80s who I'm uh, unironically a huge fan I of. I love both. Yeah. And a very young, early, not famous Keanu Reeves. Okay. Because Keanu Reeves could play hockey and was a good hockey player. And it was in Canada, so this is one of his earlier roles. Cool. So that's the whole movie. Now, what is the deal with the Mickey Thomas song? So this is, you know, it's the 80s. Every yes. so, every movie needs a theme song. Mm-hmm. This is the theme song, Mickey Thomas. They got Mickey, the big Mickey Thomas. Sure. <laughs> Stand in the fire. The song is dog shit. Uh, that was my question. Is this good? No, but in all the best ways, is it bad? <laughs> and the video is batshit crazy and has nothing to do with hockey. And it's oh, really? very artistic. Okay, so does it... It has nothing to do with the movie? It does in the sense that it's from the movie. It's the theme song of the movie. Yeah. And in this video, they do that 80s things where they show clips from it. Okay. But there's a whole other theme to this. Like, this is like this is like Rob Lowe's, Rob Lowe's nightmare. Like, he's in this kind of Fellini-esque black and white world where Wait, masks happen. Well, hold up. We'll watch it in a minute, but I just want to make sure I'm understanding this. They show clips from the movie. Yes. But the segments of the video that aren't clips from the movie star Rob Lowe. Also. Sorry, yes. Rob Lowe is in this music video. Okay. Yes. That you did not say Sorry, that. I buried the lead. So he's in both the video itself yes. and then they're also showing clips from the yes. movie. Also. That's weird. <laughs> Patrick Swayze's in this video as awesome. well. Awesome. Yes. Oh, awesome. Okay. And you don't know her, but that's okay. The lead female, Cynthia Gibb, who was a star in the TV show Fame, um, uh, who I loved. Yes. She was, the, she was the romantic lead in this one. And she's in this video as well. Okay, that's a lot of information. One more thing before we start it. Oxford Blues. I wasn't wrong. Oxford Blues is not a football movie. Oxford Blues is a rowing movie. There's another movie then that he's in. Don't fuck with me in the 80s, Paul. Come on. (laughs) I know that I'm right about this. Uh, Oxford Blues plays a rower from uh, America going to England to row. Fish out of water story. Okay, well, we'll deal with it later. Okay. Here's, <laughs> Can't wait to hear you again. Here's Stand in the Fire. Oh, this is great. So this is not the movie. That's him in the video. So it's, it's black and white, so yes. we can tell that it's... The whole video is black and white. Oh, even the clips from yes. the movie? Okay. There's Cynthia Gibb with her naked back. Right. Now that's from the movie. Uh, now there's Patrick Swayze dressed up as a crazy clown. Is that not from the movie? That's from the video. See, what? Yes. What? <laughs> You didn't say that David Lynch directed it. It's weird. It's a weird fucking fucking weird. And then hockey mask on the back of the head. Patrick Swayze is a clown. <laughs> and then there's Mickey. Oh, awesome. This is such a like 80s rock song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Forget about it. I like how you put a rock in quotes. It's yeah. exactly right. It's exactly right. So this is like a weird nightmare that Rob Lowe is in searching for his woman. And Patrick Swayze's like hunting him down. And then here's a little person in a mask 
taking him to hide into a in, carnival. In, in a carnival. Yes. Is there going to be a Funhouse Mirror segment? No, but in the carnival, they're watching Youngblood. That's Youngblood. That's confusing. <laughs> yes, it is. Yep. And then Cynthia Gibb. He's trying to find her. None of this was done on cocaine. <laughs> and then there's I, mean, a- I can I can imagine that Mickey Thomas lives clean. <laughs> yeah, I mean the director didn't. Mm. So I don't know what any of this means. Like she's a kept woman, Chris, uh, Cynthia Gibb, and she's looking for Rob. But it's a weird extra layer because what you usually get with a soundtrack video is just kind of the performer performing yes. it intercut with clips from the movie. Exactly. But they were like, we're going to do that and that and then a third thing. The third thing. And you missed it? Yeah. They were showing clips of the show and in the video and of the movie and in the video there was shots of air hockey being played. Air oh gosh. Yes. All my right. favorite part is coming up because I know exactly in my heart what happened. Not this. This is great because she's taking off her clothes. This song is so dumb. No, yeah, it's it's so generic. It's so generic. Yeah. And you know they're like, yeah, this is the this is the one. It's one of those songs that reminds me of the Boogie Nights. Uh, you got the touch. It's exactly what yeah. it is. Okay, Patrick Swayze dancing. Well, he is a dancer. He is a dancer. Yeah. And he's great. Yeah. There's no reason for him to be dancing in this video, so you know he was like, listen, I'm gonna do the video. But I'm going to dance in it and I'm going to choreograph it. Yeah, but that's actually awesome. And he's because, great. Because it's... He, well, And also, he's not wearing the stupid clown makeup no. anymore. So he looks awesome. Yeah. And, like, this whole project kind of sucks. <laughs> kind so of. So at least Patrick is like, if, if I'm going to be in this, then I'm at least going to uh, show gonna, off that yeah. I can dance. I will Free choreograph- dirty dancing. Yeah, I will choreograph this. I got it. Yeah. You go away. You know he had a lot of fun doing that. Do you think he got cast in Dirty Dancing based off of this? <laughs> this? I hope so. Proof of concept. Proof like, of concept. I can dance. And Mickey Thomas in the yeah. fire. If that movie where I roller skate, Skate USA or whatever it is. Oh, that's and, a great movie. And this, don't convince you that I can dance then you, with Jennifer Grey. Then you don't deserve my talents. Yeah. And now they've done a awful um, inverted you know, yes. black on white and, thing. Just and for it's some weird... Effects drug thing that's happening yeah I'm not even trying to follow the narrative no it makes no sense and it means nothing (laughs) but I love it it's one of those this is another one of those did I dream this that this happened the video yeah do you remember watching this at the time you know why because that thing I remember most always was the dance I remember the Patrick Swayze dance the Patrick Swayze dance yeah let me give you real quick the ending of Youngblood Spoiler alert, people. Okay. Okay. So, he's got to learn to fight. He's got to learn to be tough. Yeah. And there's a goon on the opposing team who's bullying him and beats the shit out of him. Sure. And so, he quits. And so, he goes back home to his farm. Mm-hmm. Where his older brother, who was a hockey star, is like, you're a pussy. I'm going to teach you how to fight. Yeah. It's the montage of teaching him how to fight. He goes back to the team. They win the game. The end of the movie is just a hockey fight. Awesome. Yes. Where Rob Lowe beats the shit out of a goon. I was going to say, yeah, surely the goon tries to pick on him again and he yes. beats the shit and out Rob of him. And Rob Lowe like throws his gloves and then they just catch hands. And that's just how it ends? And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> so great fucking... We might, I might have to dial that one up for when you come over. 
I'll watch any Swayze movie or Rob Lowe movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't know that there's another movie with both of them in it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Let's watch another clip from a movie. Oh. This one's from 1964. That's not a time that exists on our podcast. It does for me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This is a song uh, that shares its title with the movie. It's a Disney movie. It's a live-action 60s Disney movie. Okay. So, you know it sucks. (laughs) You know it sucks. The title is The Monkey's Uncle. Why am I interested in the title song from a live-action 60s movie called The Monkey's Uncle, which does star a chimpanzee. Make no mistake. Is it because... Is Carussell in it? No. This is a music podcast. Okay. It's because it's performed by Annette Funicello with the Beach Boys. Whoa. Yes. That's gross. (laughs) But you're going to have to sit through it. Get ready to eat your vegetables. Because you're doing a podcast with this rude bag of chilies and pistols. And I love this shit. All right. This, and because it is a Disney movie, you know this was written by the Sherman Brothers. Oh, yeah. All the music for Mary Poppins yeah. and all that stuff. Sure. They wrote this song, but it is performed by the Beach Boys backing Annette. So 64, they were already big then. Yeah, they were a thing. But they weren't the they weren't yet the cool, okay. you know, post pet sound psychedelic. Yeah. Brian is uh, on LSD and discovering all new textures of sound. They're still the we're just like boys who love the beach and surfing. <laughs> so you know, let's be surfing with USA beach. beach okay, boys. so that's so it. Good time beach boys. Then turn serious yeah. with cutie patootie and Nat Funicello. Yeah. Singing a song called The Monkey's Uncle. I can't wait. And this is the opening credits of the movie. Oh, they go right into it. It's very like beach party movie style, but you know, okay. for Disney. Do you know this movie at all, or you just know? No, this? I know it because of the song. <laughs> That's hysterical. Oh, they were really not messing around. Yeah, they're on stage in like a teeny in a teen club. Yeah, I guess. Or prom. I wonder if this was a hit. I don't think so. Look at Annette Funicello. She's stunning. She's great. Now, I want to point out my least favorite Beach Boy. Is that guy? Is Mike Love. Oh, who's that? That's Al Jardine. We saw him. He was the one who was singing. uh, Oh, yeah. He was singing the highs. This is the guy who you hate. Mike Love sucks. Uncle to Kevin Love, basketball player. Yeah. He does... he, he does, on other Beach Boy songs, sing lead and, mm-hmm. and acquit himself well. But in this, he's just awkwardly dancing. He's also, like, looks like the uncle of the group. Like, he looks old here. The Beach Boys, none of them are, like, great looking. No, and, I mean, that's and, an understatement. And, and Yeah, and, and Mike was always like, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not throwing stones at someone for premature balding because <laughs> I had less hair than that when I was like 19 so uh, I'm not making fun of him yeah. but it does age him a little bit yeah, he does look old hair but he just kind of stands there dancing awkwardly in it I like it because he sucks and it makes him look like a loser oh yeah yeah he, he's also like half-assing it yeah What is this song about? I love the monkey's uncle and the monkey loves it for me. It's all monkey and ape puns. Wow. 
I wonder if this was a hits hit movie. It's actually a sequel to a hit movie. Shut up. Called I wrote it down. The Misadventures of Merlin Jones, which I've also not heard of. Wow. Wow. But the hey, the kids in the movie are really grooving. The kids it. really think it's uh, it. real swell. It's boss. I wonder. That's my favorite line. I love I love the monkey's uncle, and I wish I were the monkey's aunt. It's also confusing because. The wordplay makes it seem like she's singing about an actual monkey. Like, does an F when each other want to fuck a monkey? Yes. Also, I, I, I love the monkey's uncle. Yeah. And I and wish I were the monkey's, the monkey's aunt. Okay. She yeah, loves, yeah. she doesn't she love the, the monkey. monkey. She loves the monkey. She loves the monkey's uncle. Who is probably a monkey. I guess, but in the movie, Merlin Jones is the main character. He's a teenager. Okay. And he has a, a I guess a pet chip. In the first movie, he like rescues it from a lab. It's like a sci-fi teen comedy. Yeah. Like, I think zapped, but in the 60s. Oh, yeah, without the nudity. Right, right, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It could have been one of those X-rated Disney movies. Yeah, you know, those ones. So maybe the monkey's uncle is Merlin Jones. He's not the monkey's uncle, but for the purposes of the wordplay of the song. Yes. I guess. Yeah. She's in love with Merlin Jones. I and feel like when the, the Sherman Brothers uncle. wrote this, they were like, ha ha, see what we fucking did? Well, I feel like... Disney was like, we're going to make a sequel. It's called The Monkey's Uncle. Come up with a song. And they and they went, okay, hold my beer. Right. Yeah. And they did. They did. And it's great. It's not bad, actually. I'm saying, legit, it's not bad. I like the Beach Boy harmonies and the, ooh. I like the Annette Funicello. Well, she's a cutie patient. Now she's going to dance with Mike because he has nothing else to do. And they're doing the swim Uh, because he can handle that. It looks... They also do it where, like, they're like, we're going to film his back. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't want to put film yeah. the next back and Mike's face. I'm, I'm curious if Annette Funicello, like, at this point in time, was she like, I'm doing, like, a, a hip, fun movie because I'm not a kid anymore. I don't know if she was like that about the movie, but I read that she loved working with the Beach Boys. Oh, wow. She was psyched about it. That's fun. Yeah. So she had a lot of fun doing this. Why is he so awkward? Mike Love? Yeah. Because he's a piece of shit. All I can see is his awkwardness. <laughs> they're all kind of awkward. The yeah, Beach but Boys, like... The Beach Boys aren't, you know... No, they're not smooth, but yeah. I mean, out of all of them, whoa. I like to imagine an alternate universe where Annette Funicello permanently joined the Beach Boys. What a great fucking, like... <laughs> Annette and the Beach Boys. Sliding door. Or that yeah. Or yeah. yeah. well, at least cut a whole album together. Yeah. And, like, she lasted even in the psychedelic age. Yeah. But that would have completely erased the direction that they actually went, which yeah. is... Yeah. Wow. I, that was actually, I love... That's, like, the most... That was pretty good. 60s, dippy, stupid bullshit that I really, <laughs> really love. Uh, are you sure you're not a boomer? I am at heart. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm, like, I'm a... I'm, a, I'm definitely a... Gen X leaning Xennial who was raised by boomers who were into their pop culture. Yes, that's exactly yeah. what you were. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but no, but I didn't. Weird. I don't. I found that for myself. I wasn't aware of that as a kid. No, that was. There's no way. Pops he was never that. spinning Annette Funicello records. There was no way he would do I, that. I I I discovered Annette Funicello yeah. for myself. Yes, and that makes it all the more special. That's not even the only. That's not even the first clip of Annette Funicello doing a song in a movie that I've brought to this podcast. That I know. I'd do a whole. Uh, look, the Annette Funicello episode is coming. <laughs> 
the last episode we ever do. <laughs> Brace yourself. <laughs> but let's talk about this duo. Who oh, you, man. You brought up on a mini episode many yes. moons ago. You said I would like them. I checked them out, and I did yes. like them. And when you said that they sounded just like the Beastie Boys... You weren't lying. Oh my god, a hundred percent. But I haven't really followed up and listened to them a lot, like since then. So I'm looking forward to Joey Valance and Bray. Yeah, two guys. If I recall correctly, they they were like the University of Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. just nerds, and they are super nerdy, and they literally sound like the Beastie Boys. Yeah, this is maybe like a year or two old. This is my favorite song by them called Punk Tactics. Yes, it's definitely if not the Beastie Boys, then like. Early 90s hip-hop. Yeah. That cadence. It's definitely a throwback. Yeah, it's really good. And when you hear it, you're like, this is 90s. And you're like, nope, this is 2021. Yeah. And um, the video is very Beastie Boys-ish. It's very cheap. It's done purposely to look cheap and look like high-def VHS. Like it's recorded with a camcorder. Yes, exactly. And it's just them doing dumb shit. Yeah. That's literally the video. And you look at it and you're like, are you sure this isn't the Beastie Boys? <laughs> yeah, this is the, the, the one that you recommended and the yeah. one that I watched. Back All their back song, back songs sound basically like this. which I'm Like fine. the Beastie Boys, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. yeah. Like they know it. Punk Tactics by Joey Valence and Bray. This song gets me so hyped. <laughs> and it's not like doing stunts but they're doing them bad so they're falling down low budget low budget just acting stupid that's what I love them I'm like you guys are dumb yeah this is check your head era yes exactly sure. like if if I somehow convince you I just heard an unreleased check your head song called yeah. Tactics and I gave it to you you'd be like oh wow I didn't know that they had a thing and I'm like, fooled you. It's Joey Valentine Bray. But it could also be like House of Pain. It could be House you of know, Pain. Or, uh, you could, in some worlds, go, is this fun-loving criminals? <laughs> yeah. Who I also love. Except then you see them and you're like, they're not trying to be cool. No, they're, they're not. They're just dorks. But they're not, you know, they're not total dweebs, but they're just no. like regular dudes. Yeah. They're just doing, like, dumb stuff. There's one thing that makes me laugh at the very end really quick. And I just love that they're like, we're going to do a cheap video, and it's going to look cheap, and we don't care. Yes. Well, it, it looks better because it's homemade. Yeah, exactly. And there's like, we're just going to do it in front of two dumpsters. And in a parking lot. In a parking garage, yeah. They're 20. Yeah. I tried to, like, get Theo and be like, dude, Joey Valance and Bray. He's like, yeah, I know, Dad. They're, they're fine. <laughs> and I was like, no, man. Because he loves the Beastie Boys. He's like, yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah, I get it. They're fine. Yeah, I mean, they're not as good as the Beastie Boys. No. But, you know, people our age are excited that there's a new artist who's doing I this feel style cool. of rap. Yeah. I feel cool because I know a new group that's doing old shit. I mean, yes, if that feeling makes you feel good. Yes. What else do I have in life? Right. That. Where he's pogoing inside of a trash can. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, that's such a dumb kid thing. (laughs) And then you go two minutes, 30 seconds. Oh, perfect. That is the perfect length. Especially for that song. Yeah. Because I'm like, I get it. I don't need another 30 seconds of that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, it absolutely delivers its message. It gets in, it gets out. It's yep. so clean. Yep. That's that all of them. A plus. Good job, guys. Yeah. Nailed it. I love the 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 this video cost three dollars to make. I, actually, it almost is likely that they did post production to make it look worse. That could be it with all the new technology. You know what I mean? Like I don't know how you how you can film something unless they really used a camcorder. Yeah. With any, you know, if you made it with your phone, it would look better than this. No, I think that's to, probably all processing to make it look probably like it's VHS. Yep, that's a hundred percent right. So yeah, they probably spent more. Yep. making it look like it was cheaper than it is. Mm-hmm. But I'm all for that aesthetic, you know. Same. Yeah, I love that. I'm glad yeah. you brought it to the show. Uh, let's move on to Sandra Prill. I'm so excited to talk to you about Sandra Prill. Do you know who Sandra Prill is? Never heard of this person. Sandra Prill was a teenage girl in the late 1980s who had her own show on Tampa, Florida's public access. Okay. It was called My Show. And indeed it was. Now, the on this show, she would perform her own versions of hit songs mm-hmm. and had her own homemade music videos on the show. Okay. And I know about this because it kind of like went viral maybe like 15 years ago. It was sort of an, a thing from the late 80s, early 90s that the internet dug up. Mm-hmm. There are only like three extant video like episodes that exist huh. uh, of her show. But the content went viral, and we're going to watch my favorite Sandra Prill clip, which is her version of Nasty by Janet Jackson. Yes! Now, it's important to know that Sandra Prill isn't good. Mm -hmm. But what she lacks in actual talent, she more than makes up for with enthusiasm. Okay. And before we start the video... What I, I'm going to say in some ways, this is a better version of Nasty than Janet's because it's okay, calm, na- calm down. because it's calm nasty. Down. OK, because it's actually nasty and it's it's very Tampa, Florida. Oh, that's interesting. You get the vibe that this is a girl who grew up rich and it's like her dad just paid for her to produce this show for public <laughs> access mm-hmm. and like make her little music videos because there is some like money in this, but it's still like homemade. Mm hmm. And this video, th- this video has like male strippers in it. Really, and they're not dancing with Sandra, which is good because she's underage. But they're it's like set in a male strip club, so there's like real '80s dudes wearing like banana hammocks and grinding with like you know blonde '80s chicks. So they filmed it in what looks like a male strip club, not like at the cable access no, it's, station. Right, it's a set to look like. Oh, ooh, that's even creepier. Club. I'm telling you, it's nasty. Yeah, and like Sandra Prill has got this big poofy perm, and she's wearing a fur coat, and she is she can't sing, but she is selling this. All right, all right. So I unironically love this. I'm excited. This is Sandra Pearl from like 1987 or 8. All right. She's probably is, my age when she did she it. She was born in 1970. Okay, yep, that's right. Uh, this is this is her version of Nasty. Now a song for all you nasty boys. <laughs> that hair yeah. is... Listen, I grew up in the 80s. That hair is insane. <laughs>
Just 80s Florida chicks. Yep. Oh, the 80s were cool. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. There's actually wow. a shot of three middle-aged dudes in a hot Which, dog. Yeah, that's icky. And then a hot girl walks by and is like, nope, gross. It's icky, not because of that. Yeah. It's icky because the three guys are like, yeah, we'll be in this hot tub. Everything about this is so, it's just Florida. <laughs> yeah. It's like coke sweaty. Ew, it's grimy. Low budget. It's so grimy. Yeah. And like, you know, big hair, 80s. There's like jeggings and banana hammocks and... Is her friends are in this? Because there's other girls. I think in they it. hired actors. Okay. Because all the shots that are like kind of adult, she's not really. Yes, young. exactly. Because she's too young. She's too young. She's too young for her own. So video. they got like young girls who were like 18, 19 yeah. to be in those scenes, and then she's on her own. That's right. Okay. And, I get and the it. girls who dance with the male strippers who we'll see soon are also not her. Okay. Are, are adult. That makes sense. Later there are some shots where the the male strippers are sort of standing with her, but they're not grinding on her too hard. Mm. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of. That's why I said like, no, they actually made it nasty. Nasty in in the term gross and awful. Yeah, like the the it, right. actual term nasty. That's yeah, right. whereas like not what? the cool nasty. Yeah, Janet Jackson's video isn't that. No. That's not nasty. Yeah. This is nasty. Yes, Sandra Pill actually gets what this. She song understands is. what the term nasty yes. means. <laughs> Cadence is so off. She's, but her attitude is eleven. That guy there, is. There's the boys rubbing his crotch in between a pole. Oh my god! <laughs> Cannot dance. But, yeah, but they're because you're right. They're male strippers. They're not actual dancers. They're these these whoever these people are can't dance. So they they can thrust. They can hump the air, which is I think they probably hired like real male strippers. Probably. In I mean, Tampa. some male dancers can dance, but woof. <laughs> They can move, but they can't dance. Okay. I'm wondering. Sandra has so much confidence. It's almost like she's like, you know what? I'm not going to sing it like Jan. Right. I don't like the way she sings it. I'm going to do it my way. Nastier. Nasty and more off-putting. Yeah. She she gets she gets nastiness. She gets nasty. <laughs> she doesn't get music ability at no, all. No, but who cares? I mean, she's not even on beat when she sings, <laughs> which is like the easiest thing to do on this song. Everybody in this has a perm. Yes. <laughs> oh wow. These dudes shirtless with leather jackets and like acid wash jeggings. If you put this as a spoof. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, this is kind of hacky. <laughs> this is kind of like not. Two on the nose. Yeah, and but this is exactly what happened. Yeah. Wow. And also remember, this is just one segment in an episode of a show that's There's all Sandra Brill. It's wow. called My Show, and it's her, all her. What just happened? Sandra Pearl took it up a notch. Whoa. <laughs> she took it up a notch and was also like, now I'm not going to say Janet's name. Oh. I thought she was going to say Sandra. Wow. 
He can body wave. <laughs> like, they're like punks, I guess, but in this 80s way. Where you're yeah, just it's like, oh, you're, All you're going to do is give me coke and a venereal disease. Yeah, it's real. And they're also, they just, they're staring into the without expression. Yeah. Like they think they're seductive, but yes. they're just sort of dead-eyed. Yeah. Everything about this is nasty. Yes. It's gross. Everything about her is nasty. You said grimy, which is like the perfect yeah. word. No, there you go. There's the yeah. banana hammock. Yeah. This was a teenager's public access show. Wow. And it's got these strippers wearing Speedos and just waving their dicks at the camera. How? Like... <laughs> She must have been like, this is fucking great. It is great. But like her voice, <laughs> like she must have been like, I'm great. Yeah. I'm amazing. Oh, Sandra Pearl ha- does not lack confidence. Yeah. Unless this is some weird performance art, then she's a genius. I feel like Janet was maybe like, I don't know, is this song like a little too, you know, I was raised Christian and I'm a good girl and I don't know, is this song like maybe a little too over the top? I don't know if I can tell. Sandra is like... Get out of my way. I know exactly how to package this. Bitch, you wish. I know exactly what I'm doing here. Wow. Which is why I say, like, musically it's not as good, but I feel like this is... Not as good. This is the purest version of nasty. It's the purest version of the word nasty. Yeah. Because it is. Yeah. Well, you know know what I like. Yes, I do. If if you tell me something is nasty, I expect nastiness. You want the definition of the word. Nasty. Oh, my God. That was actually pretty funny, actually. Look, that Sandra Prill, she might not have had it, but she had something. She had a thing. I would yeah. love to know what happened to Sandra Prill. They, years Prill? ago, like, there was a an internet attempt to try to find her, and she is in the wind. Wow, that's they hard to do these days. Her. She apparently, according to Wikipedia, um, toward the end of her show, like, put on a live show and sold, like, tickets and did this whole thing, and... It went badly. <laughs> no. And uh, oh. she and her mother, I guess, like destroyed all the video wow. evidence of it. Um, but yeah, she no one has found her. She may not have that name anymore. No. She's she's lost in the in the winds of discomfort. But, That's, but she's always alive in your heart. And online. Yes. And online. Thank God for you too. And and I'm a fan. Yeah. Oh, you're going to have to introduce me to this <laughs> okay. artist who I don't know. Hey, remember when uh, in certain episodes we do a 180? Sure. Let's do that now. This is a 180 from Sandra Prill. Oh, my God. This is a 180 from everything else on this show. So this is the best singer in the world. Real smooth <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah. This is Karen White. But also White. a wuss because <laughs> Sandra Prill has bigger balls than anyone I've ever met. That is true. This is Karen White doing her signature song. Mm-hmm. The song she's known for... Yeah. Superwoman. I may know this, but I'm not sure. And I it's think maybe not. It's a real, real treacly ballad. Okay. About a woman being wronged. Ah. And it was a big hit. This is the song. She had. A, she was produced by Babyface. And so her first album was huge. Her big hit was I Love the Way You Love Me, which is a new Jack Swing kind of song. Mm-hmm. And then this song came out and this became like her, you know... Aretha Franklin's respect. This is hers. This is her Superwoman. <laughs> like those are big words, but people, okay. if you see Karen White, you're what you're there to see. Superwoman. Superwoman. Okay. And what it, year are we talking about? This here? is eighty eight, eighty nine. Okay. So probably early eighty nine. And this song came out, and it was like 
this song's dumb. God, I fucking love it. Because <laughs> it's just, it's it's a real, like, woman empowerment song, but it's real cheesy. So, like, as the monkey's uncle is to me, this is, like, to you. Yes. Like, I know that this is whack, but it's, yes. it's I love it with all my heart. You probably won't. You'll probably hate it. Or you'll be like, ah, I can, you might see the appeal in the nostalgia. Yeah. But other than that, you're going to be like, this is fucking dumb. But this was a big hit. Yeah. yeah. And it's one of those story songs. So you can sure. you can sing the whole thing because it's real clear to follow. Let me ask you this question. In 1988 or 89, did you own this? Did yeah. You, you went, okay, you bought because this. Because that's the album, uh, uh, Love the Way You Love Me, which is the big single. Okay. I still have this album. Do you still, still listen to it? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> the, uh, Secret Rendezvous, Slow Down, One Wish, Superwoman. Love the way you love me. You bought this on CD. Yes. In 1988. You yeah. still have that same copy? No. I oh, rebought it. You, you rebought it. I rebought it. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, let's check it out. Yeah. Uh, Superwoman by Karen White. It's a terrible video, too. It's a story video. She's being wronged. Is she in a wedding gown? Is that a yeah, veil? It, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's that. That synthy, keyboardy, blinky plonky. Like, you really go, yep, that's babyface. Yep. Yep. Here we go. Early in the morning, I put (laughs) breakfast at your table. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. We used to sing this in college. Unironically. If you had to, could you sing the whole thing? Eggs are over easy. <laughs> You're toasting like me. All that's missing is your morning. You really nailed it. Like, yes, I get the nostalgia yeah. of this, but it sucks. <laughs> but but, but it I don't suck. hate it. Because Cause it feels like late 80s. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's kind of dog shit. Yeah. But I love it. And this was, this is like, this is like, she, there's her doing a live, I've seen clips of it. Yeah. Like she sings it and women are just standing up screaming. Sure. Here's the chorus right here. I'm not your superwoman. Yeah. I'm not the kind of girl. I just picture like teens at the fair holding hands and making out like innocently. We would, this would play at the fraternity. Late, really? like at the very end, we were all trash. Yeah. And you're either singing it at the top of your lungs, kind of like, how dumb are we? Or you're making out. Sure. It's, it's corny. For me, the corniness of it and the time of it, I don't know, it makes me think of. Teens younger than you. Yeah, no, that's having a first kiss. Yeah. At, or at like the eighth grade dance. Yeah. You, you dance to this. I definitively. Not to me because I'm too young for that to have been my experience. You've been way but, too young. But yeah. I definitively slow dance to the song. Sure. Yep. Oh, the video? It's. Um, the yeah. video, I think, is her. Her husband is a cop. Okay. I recognize that act. I know that guy's act too. We're not, not sh- Wait a minute. What? I wonder if it is. I gotta see him again. See him, white men can't jump? No. Okay. I thought he was the guy in Fear of the Walking Dead. Oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't know that. Yeah, I love the thing of music videos when they're acting out original scenes, but there's no dialogue. There's no dialogue, and you don't really it's know what's going on. Movie, yeah. And it kind of fits the song, but not really. 
I'm starting to get a bad feeling. <laughs> Are you? Which is, you know what the question I have in my head now is? What? How long is this? Four minutes and 30 seconds. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I was like, it's it's already starting to be like, <laughs> let's start to fade out. <laughs> I know. I get it. Because there's a, there's a big... Uh, oh, that's right, 439. Okay. Yeah. It's the, you're gonna here's the big part right here. This is like the, the bridge. Yeah. And her husband, who's a cop, yeah. dies. Spoiler. Oh. Which again has nothing to do with the song. Right. I thought it was None. gonna depict a, a series of scenes of him being a dick and then no. she's being wronged. And nope. That's, and they that's, really made a whole movie. They of, made a whole movie yeah. that has nothing to do with it. Right. Yeah, this is where she wails. Yeah, this is such a this this is a whole type of song. Yes, it's a that whole I, like, that I know and understand, but I don't think I've ever heard this. Oh yeah, I mean, this is like canon in my life. I've heard this so many yeah. times, and I'm still here for it. Song that would have played at the mall maybe in the eighties. Yeah. yeah, like if you this, get an orange Julius and just sort of this is in the background. Yes, yeah. eating a pretzel. Sure. Yeah, if. I hear this in the CVS, I'll just start laughing. Because <laughs> I'm like, this song's fucking great. Even for even for drugstore music, it's pretty ballady. It's yeah. pretty syrupy. It's pretty syrupy. Yeah. It was a huge song on the R&B charts. Yeah. Like, it just, like, broke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> dumb. I mean, I'm glad that that kind of thing exists. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I'm not going to put it on my playlist. No, not at all. You but uh, I'm happy that that's in the world. <laughs> Here's a, here's a music video we've never watched uh, on Music Raygun. Madonna's Papa Don't Preach. Probably because it's never been one of my favorites. I don't like that song. It's not great. It's not great. It's on True Blue. There's yeah. better singles on it. We love uh, True Blue. I do love True Blue. Cherish. Is Cherish on True Blue? Cherish? Is the next one. Ooh. We love is that Cherish. Like a pr- I think it's on True Blue. Yeah. Cherish is my favorite. Cherish. I know you don't like the title track from True Blue. No, it's okay. I do. But anyway, Papa Don't Preach has never been my yeah. favorite. It does have a cool music video. Yeah. Uh, in in no small part because it stars the great, well, co-stars yeah. the great Danny Aiello yes. as and Papa. Yes. And what? No, that's it. That was yes. even another yeah, video. And so, you know, people who listen to the song, the story is Madonna is a teenager. Mm. Uh, I don't know if in the song it's clear that she was raised by a single father. But in the video, it is clearly depicted, yes. like, there are shots of Danny Aiello with a little girl yes. who's meant to be small baby Madonna. Yeah, the video is a mini-movie. Yes, and he's raising her yeah. on his own. And then according to the lyrics of the song, she has gotten pregnant, mm-hmm. but she's going to keep the baby. She's yep. in love with the baby daddy, yep. and they're going to be together, and maybe it will work out, and maybe it won't, but... She wants her father to understand. Yes. And when he when she tells Danny Aiello finally three quarters of the way, through, he's distraught. And there's all these shots of him just kind of yeah, like with his head in there. I remember all that. He's not sure how to react. And then at the end, he hugs her and accepts. Yep. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And that kid is grown up damaged. Yes. It was so dramatic, in fact. Yeah. That Danny Aiello, I don't know if you know this recorded a sequel song. I didn't know that. I knew he was a quote-unquote singer. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) 
he recorded a follow-up song and video. Wow, I did not know that. I had no idea. And that's what we're going to watch. This is going to be great. This is the music video for Danny Aiello's Papa Wants the Best for You. It's his answer song to Papa Don't It's his clapback. This is, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the only background I have on this is it was written by Artie Shrek, who's most famous for arranging the version of Can't Take My Eyes Off of You that Frankie Valli. Okay. But he did a lot of other arranging of big pop songs. But he wrote this, which Danny Aiello performs, and he asked Madonna to appear in it, and she does not. Oh, (laughs) I mean, you know, she was never going to do that. Yeah, the one other thing about Papa Don't Preach that I don't like is it's in excess of five minutes. It's long. And this is a brisk four minutes and 20 seconds, but it feels... I can't long. believe I've never seen this. This is great. This is a very catchy song, and I predict you will be waking up in the morning hearing is it, it in is your Is it head. him singing, or is it an actual, like, video video? Oh, it's him singing and appearing in the video. Oh, okay. Yeah. It already sounds yep. a little like Papa Don't okay. Preach, yeah. It even looks like it a little yeah. bit. There's lots of references. Wow. What <laughs> the fuck? So the opening scene is it's a bunch of blue-collar dudes at work, but they're on their break and they're playing football. Playing football on a roof. Yeah, he's just he's just a working-class dude at yeah. work. Just Joe Bagadonis. Yeah. Playing the same character. What is going on? What is going on? What's going on in the video? So he's all alone. He's eating by himself. He's washing a dish. He's real sad. And he's sad. Madonna's this not around. This song is terrible. Shut your mouth. It's great. I won't <laughs> I won't stand for any shade thrown at Danny. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> More flashbacks. But they also did not hire the same no. young actor to play his daughter because this is a brunette kid. That's not Madonna. I almost... I know he's not. But I'm yeah. like, is he fucking with us? No, this is very this sincere. This is very sincere. Wait till you hear the hook. I it's feel a, like, like he's like, ah, I fooled you, fuckers. <laughs> That's not Danny Ayala. Oh, my God. I mean, he did this because he felt like, you know, Papa deserves his say. Yeah. He's like, I, he's like you know... There's unanswered questions that I need yeah. to address the I need to address this, this if I'm being a part of this. Yeah. But also, like, the video presents the idea that, like, Madonna's gone. Like, yes. she's just kind of abandoned him. Yes. But that runs counter to the story. Because at the, the end, video they Lynch. hugged and it yes. was like, oh, they work it out be, and yeah. he's there for her. Yeah. She doesn't leave with the guy who knocked her out. Yeah. He doesn't kick her out. No. She's not gone. They reckon that they don't even need to reconcile. He just needs a few minutes to sort of process it. And yeah. he's just like, and then at the end, he's like, "You're my daughter, and I love you. I and love I'm you. Support you." And so she's the bitch that, after all that, she fucking walks out. But that's he's what he's saying. saying, right? But he's adding that that doesn't happen. I know world. that's yeah. what's weird. Yeah. He's adding like that fucking bitch left yeah. me, which is weird. <laughs> oh, he's looking for her. Oh yeah. Like she's he's going, missing. He, he's going up to people and showing them a photograph. Like, have you seen my daughter? Wow. That doesn't. That doesn't. 
correlate with the no. story we saw. No, it's not like she was kidnapped. Right, so what are you complaining about, Danny? Oh my god, this is so good and bad at the same Doesn't time. Doesn't it sounds like uh, the opening theme music to a sitcom yeah. from the 80s. exactly. Oh, I'm gonna go to a cop. A cop, have you seen my daughter? I wonder if he directed this video too. I don't I bet think you he did. did. <laughs> I'm sad. And uh, look at this shot. Now we get a shot. There's this girl. Here's the thing. Yeah. Even from the back, that doesn't even look like Madonna. No, it doesn't. I mean, well, we know even. it is because she's wearing the costume. From yes. Papa Preach. She's got the short blonde hair, the sunglasses, and the Hamburglar shirt. <laughs> He's, he's just sitting on a bench in the middle of the street and he sees this girl yep. walking down the street away from him. Yep. So we just see the back of her. And then watch what he does. He's, oh my God, just bolts. He's wow. just running after her in slow motion. My daughter. And then he stops short. She turns around and like, who are you, you creep? Hey, you weirdo. Oh, that's not her. This is embarrassingly awesome. <laughs> now he's just—he's at work. What is it? What is his job? He's just got a sledgehammer. He's breaking rocks, man. Yeah, he's just breaking rocks. Breaking rocks nine to five down the grind. He's, he's blue collar as hell. Blue collar. Is he building anything? No. no. He's working. He's he's working his ass off every day for his. Again, daughter. this is so embarrassing. I feel like it's a joke, and I know it's not. It's so sincere. It's so sincere. This wait, this is wonderful. It's so bad. I work my fingers to the bone to give you everything I own. And that's a real family right there. A rich family. He misses his daughter. I'm going to break some more rocks. Now this scene I don't understand. So he's in a club. Yes. I was going to say maybe he's looking in the club for her. I think he is and he's... Maybe he's trying to find her. Yeah, he's not like there to party. He's looking for her. Yeah, he's not. What happens next is the bouncers come and they kick him out. They're like shoving him out of the place. He hasn't bothered anybody. No, and then he runs away like he's done something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> oh my now, god, uh, now what the bridge. fuck? This is just a shot of him going to town on a body bag. Because he's so upset. He's so upset, but then he just starts crying and hugging, and hugging him. Him. Now, I love this shot. It only lasts a second. It's already fading away. But you see the Pink Panther yeah. doll, the life-size Pink Panther doll? That's in Madonna's bedroom in the Papa Don't That's video. right. They connect, he's in her bedroom right now, sleeping on her bed. This is the best, worst thing ever. <laughs> like, it's the best, worst thing yeah. ever. Yeah. Wow. This is a milestone in Raygun. Now he's in church on his knees praying. <laughs> I can't believe I never knew about this. Like, I knew he was, like, a singer, like, he does standards, like, in, like, clubs. I guess, yeah. I knew that. Key change. <laughs> Nails it. He even says in the lyrics that I'll be proud to hold your baby in my hands. It's like, you already know. Yeah, you We didn't. saw you have that yeah. moment. She, oh, hair change too. He changed his hair. Yeah, it's, it's windy out there. Over, yeah, on the Brooklyn Bridge or wherever it is, the Verrazano Bridge. There's a great wow. shot coming here too. He's not just missing his daughter, you know. Who else is he missing? Who do you think? Oh yeah, his dead wife. His dead suddenly, wife. There's a ghost of her who <laughs> looks like his mom. Yes, she looks like an older lady. This is 
so icky. It's hooky. It's wonderful. It's no, this is all trash, but it's so good. It's so good that he came up with it. I love how sincere it is. Yes, exactly. And he re- he really felt like I need to. Yeah. I have something to say. Yeah, he's like, you know what? As a man and as a dad, I need to, I need yeah. my say. But also, like, who the fuck cares? And then, oh, that last shot. Look, could it be? Just we don't see we it. Don't... There's just an arm comes out of the shadows uh, and touches him on the shoulder, and he looks. And we don't see who it is, but we know who it is. We know who it is. And fade out. Wow. That was amazing. Papa wants the best for you. That's so <laughs> bad, but so good. The fact that, like, I'm going to say it. Yeah. No disrespect to Danny Aiello. Don't you dare. I'm going to. Yeah. Who's a great actor. Mm-hmm. Terrible in this. <laughs> I think like, he's a not good even, actor. Like, I'm not even like, dude, do you know how to act? Because in, like, all his other movies, he's fucking great. He's even good in Hudson Hawk, which is a trash no, movie. that shot when he thinks he sees her on the street and he bolts oh, out of that so bench. Bad. He sells it. He looks like he really thought that was Madonna. But also, who the fuck do you think you are that you get a response song to a song that you were just an actor in the video? Right. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> that you're like, no, 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 no. He's I got something to say. I was in this video. I had nothing to do with the song. Right. But I was in the video. So I got to have something to say. That doesn't... I don't bump against that as much as like, what is left unsaid for you or undealt with in the video, which is a very touching story that has a happy ending for both your character and Madonna's character, where you felt like... There was something more you needed to say that you had to invent a plot twist yeah. where actually she just like has disappeared and is missing. It's a real mansplaining moment. Yeah. Whereas like the message of the song is, you know, maybe I'm too young to be having a baby, yep. but I love my boyfriend. I want to keep the baby. Yep. The video depicts him accepting that yes. and supporting her. Yep. And that's how it ends. And he had to make up a thing where it's like, <laughs> no, actually, like. She ran away with her boyfriend. Yeah, it's or, bullshit. I'm just, yeah, I'm so just a good that's dad. That's what happened. Yeah, to me. it's all invented. Yeah, it's all up in dad. Dan <laughs> also, that's what's amazing is that he invented the this. hubris of it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. That was by far one of the top five. Because yeah, the, the Papa. I mean, I guess she's saying Papa don't preach. So there is an implication in the song that her father doesn't understand. Yeah, but. You know, there's, there's other than, other than that, maybe she has a strict father. There's nothing to indicate either in the song or the video that her papa is a piece of shit. Yes. Papa is not a bad guy. So I don't understand why he feels the need to defend papa. Yes. Whose side we're already on. Also, it's not real, Danny Aiello. It's a fucking music video. Yes. You're not yes. Madonna's father. And she wasn't really pregnant. She wasn't pregnant. This is all made up. What do right. you do? Like, I got something to say. No, but yeah, I think Danny Aiello had teenage daughters. And yeah. It just made him feel some type oh, of way. That was fucking amazing. And it wasn't enough to just say in the press, like, here's how I felt. Here's how I would have done it. Here's like, how I got to do a whole song oh, and a whole music video. Fucking But love I love it. it. I love that there's this whole universe where... That story continues. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's the Papa Don't Preach verse. Yeah. Wow. And also, by the way, just so you know, my wife didn't walk out on me. She died. Yeah, exactly. Because no one would walk I, out on I, that's me. That's right. That's just that. I have to make explicitly clear. Yeah. Your mama passed away. She passed away. You walked out on me, apparently. Right. And my wife died. <laughs> so all women leave me. 
Wow. And here I am washing my own dish. <laughs> what is it? Eat a sandwich. Brick rocks. So I'm so pleased that you didn't already know about that. I had no idea what that so was. So I'm glad I got to I'm so happy. Papa. You're going to wake up tomorrow going, Papa just... I won't, me. but I will watch that video again 100%. Here's, I'm going to curse you right now. <laughs> no. Your son's high school graduation is this week. Yes. At some point during the ceremony, that song is going to pop into your head. When you're feeling emotional, I'm putting it in your head right now. You're going to start thinking, Papa just wants the best for you, Theo. That's awesome. So enjoy that. Uh, I guess. So explain to me, please, this next clip. Do you not know Gym Class Heroes? I've heard of them. I don't know. And this is the only song I know of them. I'm a little wary. Isn't this kind of like 90s rap rock? This is mid-2000s okay. rap rock, but more rap than rock. Okay. It's all... Here's what I know about Gym Class Heroes. I know this song. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. Okay. And it's called Close Off, and it's a take on an 80s song by Jermaine Stewart saying, we don't, we don't have, have to, to take, take our clothes, clothes off. I know that song. Which is a great song. Yeah. Does this interpolate that? Yes. Okay. By saying, we have to take our clothes well, yeah. off. Well, yeah. Yeah. To have a good time. Um, we it, don't have to take our clothes off, but we should. We should. We get a better time. This is, you're going to look at this and go, wow, this is real 2005. This okay. might be 2003 or four. Okay. Okay. Um, I love this song. Never heard from them again. Never needed to hear from them again. <laughs> the video is very like, wow, this is mid-2000s. Okay. There's some good dancing in it. There's some guys in some uh, mascot costumes. Okay. Uh, it's, I, I never liked, I don't like the, the band name. It's okay. Yeah. It's Again, to me, that seems very 2000s as well. It does. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's in the same, I don't know if it's the same type of music. I guess it's not. But in my mind... It exists in a place where uh, plain white tees, mm-hmm. Hoobastank. Oh, Hoobastank. And, and, this uh, is better than Hoobastank. And, uh, and bands like that live. This is very poppy and very like, we we're, we want to do a cool version, which I don't know why they would say that, Jermaine St- of the Jermaine Stewart song. Yeah. So it's a little true to the Jermaine Stewart song, but it's their like cooler version. Okay. But I like it. They're up to This part's not in it. This oh, is this like, is just an intro in the Yeah. Band. And they're in Vegas. Cruising. In yeah. A Jeep and yeah. a convertible. And drop top. This is it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a pretty big hit. I'm surprised you didn't hear it. Yeah, no, this doesn't sound familiar. But okay. as you know, I wasn't really paying great True. attention to current music at the time. I didn't even know the Mariah Carey song. That's true. Kurt, so. Fair enough. Fair enough. And I like this because I generally feel that they're like, that song was fucking great. Yeah. We're going to do our version and maybe make it cooler 2000, but we generally love the song. Yeah. But that wasn't a new thing. That's everything uh, Puffy did in the yeah, late exactly. 90s. Yeah, exactly. just like, yep. I'm going to take a hit song and strip its hook and then yep. rap the verses. Yeah. Except they these guys did it, but they were an actual band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a whole gambling uh, yeah. premise here. But like, this is about 20 years ago. Yeah, that's crazy. You're right. This is very of its time. Yeah, video. I guess what year it was. And see, there's the guys in the uh, mascot costumes. Yeah. 
You call them mascots. Those are furries. Fur. You're right. You're right. You're right. They're furries. Yeah. Oh, there's going to be a great dance-off with the furries, too. Presumably, there's like a furry convention yes. at, the, at that uh, hotel and resort that weekend. And gym class heroes are, they're not kink shamers, so they're like, hey, they're like, do you, you furries want to party with us? Come on by. 2006. But, oh, okay. This feels real 2006. It's kind of that, like, just a little bit of that Ed Hardy look. Yeah. Too many layers. Literally, Too many layers. Literally, he's literally wearing a hat on a hat. Yeah. <laughs> he is literally wearing a hat on a hat. Yeah. That is true. It's popped collars era, like pop, multiple popped yep. collars. It's you wear two collars, both are pop. Yeah, it's chains. The chains are out. Too much. Yep. I've I've got it. I've got a t-shirt, a polo shirt, a shirt, a jacket, and a scarf. Yep. And a bucket hat. What and, do you think of the song? Um, I kind of nothing it. Okay, you know what I mean. That's about right. I, I think you hate, hate it. it. It's I, you know. I'd rather listen to this than those other, like Hoobastank. Or, oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bowling for soup. Bowling or for what, soup. You know. That's right. Look at that. The three way page, two way pager. Yeah. This is so old. Uh, is that a sidekick? Yeah, it's a sidekick. Yeah. Here's the dance off with the furries. Yeah. Which I love. I mean, you know, like all songs that do this, it's like, yeah, the hook from We Don't Have to Take Our Clothes Off is the best. Great, but yeah. So. You yeah. know, if you if you steal that and interpolate it, then there's gonna be a good hook in yeah. the song. Yep. Never knew any other song of theirs ever. Yeah. Yeah. Then again, do you know any other Jermaine Dupree songs? I mean, Jermaine, not Jermaine Stewart. Dupree, Jermaine Stewart. Yeah, the word is out. That was his first hit. The word is oh, out. I don't know that. One. I'll play. Oh, we're gonna bring word is out. Okay. That's a very. That's a good song. Yeah, just... Uh, I would rather listen to Jermaine Stewart than this. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, I think those guys are um, uh, a band. Oh, uh, uh, they're cameoing? Yeah, they're cameoing. I can't remember what kind... Like, I couldn't tell you. It's like... Uh, not Blink-182, but it might as well be like one of those bands. Yeah. And that guy's a pretty good dancer. He's like a, you know, lesser Jamiroquai. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never knew whatever happened to him. Yeah, that wasn't offensively bad. It was no. it was ba- better than I. I was like bracing myself <laughs> You're like, for something knuckling. gross. But no. I should have trusted you because yeah. you don't like that. No, I li- it's because it's poppy. It is is poppier than I expected. Yeah. And you know I like a pop yeah. song. Yeah, and it's very 2006. Yeah, yeah. Here's another classic weird thing that you may or may not know. I hope you don't, but you might because you were watching MTV in the I 80s. was. Are you aware of the song Dog Police by the band Dog Police? I might be yeah. vaguely. Here's here's the story behind this weird piece of shit from 1984. Uh, there was a show on MTV at the time that I don't remember, but you might call it Basement Tapes. Yes. Which the premise of that was, hey, MTV viewers, make your own music video, yeah. send it in, and then viewers can vote on which are the best ones. Vaguely saw some of it, not all. Yes, the band Dog Police was otherwise uh, like a ja- a prog jazz group called the Tony Thomas Trio. But they recorded a song and made a music video under the band name Dog Police. The song is Dog Police, and they sent it to the Basement Tapes on MTV, where 
it came in like ultimately it came in second place i don't know what one. Oh wow but because it's so weird like got a lot of mtv play mm-hmm. and it's just some one of those classic weird things i'm wondering if i know it uh maybe it sucks but it's weird <laughs> it and it's sucks. entertaining like i kind of want to beat up these guys um but they're just they're there's i don't know they're sort of making fun of new wave oh okay um but but so this is dog police okay Intrigued. Yeah. There's a sexy lady. That's Tony Thomas. Whoa. So he's picked up this hot date. What the fuck? Oh, the Danny Aiello is better. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Dog police more like dog shit. Am I right? <laughs> it, it's a story song. Yeah. It feels like, just based on what you said, this group was. Yeah. It's like we're real smart guys but we're gonna be dumb yes exactly that's why I say I want to beat them up yeah I don't like that uh, they're like oh we're, like, this, we're being weird for weird we're sake. being weird and stupid but we're actually yeah. geniuses but I, I, can, I can understand why like at the dawn of MTV this is weird enough that it got some oh, yeah. attention I, I never saw this no you don't remember this no. isn't familiar no oh she's a dog oh she's a dog person I didn't know that she's sexy but she's got a literal dog wow. face Second video with a little person in it. Yep. As a waiter at the bar. Yeah. Yeah, this guy needs a punch. <laughs> but now here comes the here comes the police are arresting his dog girlfriend. Oh, cause she's a dog. But They are also dogs. Oh. Dog people. Will you see the other band members? Oh my god. William H. Macy is in this. <laughs> right, with the guitar? Yeah. What the <laughs> hell? This is weird. Yeah. And like I said, they're a they were a prog jazz trio. Uh, we're like, oh, we're gonna make a pop song. This is this is what we think of yes, rock music. This is like we're 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 better than this. Yeah. This is definitively we're better than MTV. Yeah. We're doing this as a goof. He's definitely like, oh, I'm so weird. Yeah. And it's just like this boomer humor, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's also like. They're like, we're going to dress... The- That's not how they dress in their band. Yeah. That's like them doing, we're New Wave. We're going to dress New Wave. Right. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. They really thought they were funny when they did this. They're reusing the same shot of yeah. them as the dog police. They're from Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, uh, another reason I hate Memphis. And, uh, and now they put the... Yeah. This is... Uh, Weird. Again, the same shot of them as the dog police. That's the 
Douglas. Wow. Yep. Dan, Danny, was, this ends with an interview with them, but we don't need to watch that. Oh, that's yeah. even worse because that's them still like leaning into the bit of like, we're just we're weird. Dog police. Yeah. I'm wondering if they're like, they heard of this and they, they didn't have this. They did it specifically for the show. I think they did mm-hmm. because they were an existing band in a different genre. Yeah. But, but that said, I believe there is an entire dog police album. <laughs> oh, thank God I don't know that. So maybe not. Here's another extra little tidbit. Okay. Uh, circa 1990, uh, there was a TV show made called Dog Police about some dog people who are on a police force. And it used a, a, a version of this song with different lyrics as its theme song. What? And one of the, not one of the dog police, but one of the Cops on the Force was played by Jeremy Piven, and Adam Sandler also appears in the pilot. Oh. I think it was. I think it was an unaired pilot. I think it was a yes. pilot that didn't go. I have heard that. Yeah, I've heard of that. And it was called Dog Police. Okay, and it had it uses this song. Wow. As its theme. Yeah, that's so. Funny. So this did get some traction as just a little like, bit. Yeah, this is terrible. Oh, it's real bad, but yeah. it's interesting. No, it is super interesting. <laughs> I can't believe I thought Daniela was bad. I take it back. Yeah, no, that was actually a corny but like legitimately catchy yeah. pop song. This is not good, but this yeah. is just annoying. Yeah, it's these annoying. are these are three boomer dorks. Yes, uh, who are like, oh, we're gonna do a funny thing. We're gonna do new wave, and I want to kick their ass. Yeah, they really <laughs> thought they were clever with this. But I do. I'm amused by this video, and I've watched it many times. That's so funny. Um, like in that way that I I, I hate the song. Sounds terrible. But sometimes you get pleasure out of hating something. At yeah. least I do. It's like putting your tongue on a canker sore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is like that. Yeah. Very much. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited for this. Yes. This is. I put this... This is my gift to you. Yes. Because I know you love Tisha Campbell. Who doesn't? Tisha Campbell's the best. Tisha Campbell, Gina. Yeah, Gina. From Martin. Uh, uh, Damn was, Gina. Yep. House Party. House Party. Yeah. Boomerang. Yes. Um, 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 Zach and Mary make a porno. Yes. She's Craig Robinson's wife. She's also in uh, School Days. That's right. Yeah. She was in yes. School Days. She was in Little Shop of Horrors. That's right. She's one of the yeah. one of the singers. In, oh, she's, she's fucking great. She's Tisha Campbell. Did not know she recorded any pop music. She recorded an album. Yeah. She had a single called Push. Yeah. New Jack, early 90s. And Pretty Martin? No, I think it was like Martin came out and Martin was big and they're like, oh, Gina. And she's yeah. like, uh, yeah, T- uh, Tisha Campbell, please. I'm going to be doing this song. Damn, Gina. It's a great video. It's her sexy, her selling it, her dancing. And still the song you go, that's pretty good. That was my question. I, I was going to say, I- I'm going to enjoy this no matter yes. what. Because I'm watching Tisha Campbell. Yes. Uh, who's just, uh, you know... Uh, all-time crush. Yes. Um, but am I going to like the song? You're going to go... Is it actually good? It's pretty good, but you're yeah. going to be rooting for it harder than it is good. Because it's Tisha Campbell. Because it's Tisha Campbell. it's probably going to be yes. generic R&B. Yeah. yeah. And she's never looked better ever. Come on. I mean, has she ever looked bad? No, like, never. She still looks great. Ooh. And still doing stuff. She's such a good dancer. Oh, it's so... 90s. Oh. This is so early 90s. Yeah. This did not do anything, by the way. This wasn't it. 
No, I, I mean, I was aware of this kind of music at the time, and I never ever No, this. this didn't even really get radio play. This no. is just strictly, I saw the video a couple times. But I'm angry about that. <laughs> I needed more Tisha Campbell yeah. in my life. Yeah, this is pretty generic. It could be anybody. Yeah. It's not real like, I'm feeling Eugenia. Right. Or Tisha. I, well, mean, I love the fashion, though. I love oh, the it's 90s. so good. I mean, that's the thing. Like, she can sing and dance and do it all. And you're yeah. still like, still not great. This still isn't good. It's not bad. It's just... It's not bad it's, at all. Her performance is fine. It's just not a super interesting pop song. Not at all. That was written for her. Yep. Oh, she's so cool, though. I love a 90s video that's just like, we're going to have babes and hunks. Yeah. Something for everybody. We're going to have just good-looking people dancing. Yeah. And you're going to like it. And we're going to have two guys wrestling in a bar. Because. They're just like, this looks like a Vanessa Williams video. Yes, exactly. (laughs) This could have been like a song... Like, assuming she had nothing to do with it, yeah. it'd been passed along to all. Like, maybe In Vogue was offered it. I'll bet it was passed on by bigger artists. And then, like, yeah. Tisha was like, oh my god, I got my album. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it. I can make it work. Yeah, like you said, it's not bad. It's not terrible. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's pretty good, but... But it is, I mean, that 90s pop R&B uh, sound just, like, right just there. hits a certain center yeah. of my brain. Yeah. And again, you said the best too. So like, you weren't a part of this, right? But like, you feel it because it was just you were alive. Yeah, I remember En Vogue, and I remember yeah. Vanessa Williams, and I remember. Yeah, this could be. I mean, this could be Jade. It could be yeah. you know Brown. It could be anybody. And it still it sounds like that because it's yeah. that style, but it's just a uh, yeah. It's a C, it's a C list version of that. This sound. this when this came out. I distinctly remember going, oh, wow, Tisha can't a new song. I saw the video and I go, should I get the single? This like, is the- <laughs> like, not even going to get the album. This is a song you buy a single yeah. of. And I did. A hundred percent. I was oh, like, I was like oh, I'm not going to do it. Even then you passed. Yeah, yeah, I passed. I, I do like to imagine the people who bought the album. Yeah. I, I want to be friends with anyone <laughs> who bought... The whole CD that Tisha Campbell I, and, and I would love somebody like who, who like knows the deep cuts. Yeah. And like knows the one ballad, like her Superwoman. Because yes. there's her Superwoman. There's a Superwoman on this. I mean, it's a bit Capitol Records. And of course, if I ever were to see Tisha Campbell at the Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf or something, yep. you know the thing I would say that so she would know that I'm cool is like, I love Push. I love Push. It's one of my favorite songs. Yeah. And she'd just be like... <gasps> Come here. Come come with me. Come with me. Let's have dinner. Maybe. Or else you'd be like, get away from me, creepy middle-aged white hundred percent. I bet you she'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> or she'd think I'm making fun of her. You know that way? Where I don't like, think so because it's such a deep cut. This wasn't like... She has to know. Like, it wasn't popular. She probably has the same opinion we do, which is like, it's fine. It's not like a classic or anything. I think she That if someone touched. is going to be like, Push is such a great song, she might be like, is that guy making fun of me? I think she'd be like, oh my God, I can't believe you know that song. <laughs> I like to imagine that she would. Uh, that's, how I, that's how I'm going to yeah. imagine the positive. I, I mean, that's our meet cute. That's how I end up marrying Tisha <laughs> That's right. And, and then, like, you get interviewed. So how'd you two meet... Yeah. Funny story. Yeah. We were at a deli. I went up here and said, love, push, and we fell in love. Yeah. God, that's beautiful. 
You're like, what a great story. Now, Kirk, we have one clip left. Uh-huh. And I have to tell you, you're not the only one who brought a clip to this episode of a music video and song by someone who starred or co-starred on a 1990s sitcom. All right. Okay. I did as well, and it's our last clip. Now, not long ago... Oh, I know what you're bringing. <laughs> I know exactly what you're bringing, and it's okay. You brought an artist to the yeah. show who I never heard of named Dino. Yes. And I compared him, in some ways, to a young man... Yes. ...named Joseph Lawrence. Yes. ...who was on the show Blossom... Yes. ...in the 1990s, which was a major part of my childhood. Mm-hmm. I've seen show good show. I mean, I watched. It was a good show. I mean, it was a block of programming yeah. on Monday nights. Yeah, was the Fresh Prince of Bel Air at eight o'clock and Blossom at eight thirty. Yeah, and that was my that was my favorite night of TV. Wow, when I was like eleven, twelve, mm-hmm. makes sense. Uh, and Joey Lawrence, he had been a cutie patootie on some eighties sitcom. Yeah, called, give me a break. Give me a break. Yeah, with Mel Carter. Yes, and then. This Blossom premiered in 89 or 90 and he played the premise of the show was it was built around Mayim Bialik yeah who was like a real precocious real smart kind of savvy teenager yeah and she was one of three kids being raised by a single father played by the great Ted Wass from so love Ted Wass me too I feel like you're going to tell me I met I met Ted Wass once or he was I in wish. a play that I wrote nope okay uh, and she had an older brother named Anthony who, who was, was like, like an alcoholic and a drug addict yeah. recovering alcoholic yeah. and drug addict like this show it was aimed at kids but it dealt yeah. with real issues and then her other brother like and so you know she's smart her brother's smart but he's struggling because he's recovering alcoholic and then her other brother is Joey and his whole thing was he's an idiot <laughs> yes like that full, was his whole character is he is stupid as fuck yeah. wasn't there a, a, a <laughs> sassy best friend Six. Six. Yes, yes. played by Jenna Von Oy. Yeah, she's she great. She was the one I had a crush on. Of course. Um, but yeah, Joey's whole thing is like, he's dumb. Yeah. He loves baseball and he's a dumb jock, but he's a sweet idiot. Yes. Um, and when Joey Lawrence started on the show, he was like 13. Mm-hmm. He was like cute, but yeah. he was 13. But after a few years, he kind of became like the breakout star yeah, of the show. Yeah, the hunk. Because he was so hunky. Yeah. And teen girls loved Joey Lawrence. Yeah. So by 1993... He's 16, and they're like, Joey Lawrence, you get to record an album now. Mm-hmm. And he put out a single yep. that was a hit. Yep. Number 19 on the Hot 100. Not as big as Dino's, as we've seen. Yes, we did check it out. Yeah. Dino's charted higher. Yes. I remember the night. It was February 13th. I wrote it down. February 15th, 1993. They premiered this music video after an episode of Blossom. I remember watching it. Did you? Did it come as a surprise, or were they hyping it up at that? They were hyping it up. Okay. It was like an event, like okay. the Joey Lawrence music video is going to. We're going to play it after Blossom wow. on this night, and I was. How old was I? I would have been ten. Yeah, I was third. I was twenty three, and I loved Fresh Prince, and I yeah. loved Blossom, and I was like psyched for this, um, and I still like it, but I can't tell if it's good or not, or if I'm just nostalgic. Okay, I maintain that this is. Like Tisha Campbell's Push, a generic but not bad pop song that like anyone could have You done. are correct. It's yes. a generic pop New Jack Swing yeah. tinged song. 
the only thing that ruins it is at the end when the he rap. raps. Yeah. If they had not had the rap, I would have been like, that's a good, worthy pop song. Mm-hmm. Joey Lawrence sells it on like a Sandra Prill level. Mm-hmm. This kid has so much confidence for a 16-year-old yeah. that you're like, yeah, no, that kid had it. Mm-hmm. So oh, I he did. get it. And I remember this video just because I remember he wore a vest. Oh, yeah. Like a like a leather vest with no shirt. Yeah, underneath. because that's yeah. what you did. Right. So this That's is a so video funny for, that we're ending the episode with two sick Look, I've talked about it on multiple oh, episodes. Where it. You got to eat your vegetables. We're, we have but to, again, we have to deal with it. Didn't plan it. Love it. Yeah. Um, so this is the video for Nothing My Love Can't Fix. I mean, I know this song and video. Yeah. And just like the push video, like the fashion is, it couldn't, it doesn't, it's not 1992. It's not 1994. It's 1993. Yes, exactly. I totally remember this. Yeah. It's a bunch of like dorky producers going, let's do a hip song yeah. with Joey Lawrence. But there's some good dancers in the video. It's pretty They're good. Doing a whole. <laughs> I totally remember this. There's the there's the leather jacket. Yep. He's got the. Uh, the uh, flannel shirt tight around yep. the waist yep. with the, the baggy jeans. Yeah, he's got a, the he's got the medallion on. But I think this is a good 1993. No, it is pop a good song. song. Yeah. It's nowhere near as good as Dino's. No, not even close. It's but it's different. Pretty good. It's, no, it's just it's Dino's style good. reminded me of. Yeah, I see. It's the hair. But it's more comparable to Push. Yeah. For its time. Already. Yep. That's a good hook. Now, we've seen this a bunch of times, and I always point it out. This is a weird trope of music videos of people playing football on the beach. Yes. Why is that such a constant thing? Because it's visual and fun, and America loves football. And the way but they, it's so contrived. It is so like, contrived. We need to con- we need to convey fun. And the way they cut this, yeah, it makes it look like he's the quarterback who threw to himself. <laughs> they just I just yeah. saw he he was the he quarterback threw it and he then, threw it yeah. and then the next football scene is him catching it. Well, he's the star. He's Joey. But he's playing with a bunch of his like Philly friends. Yeah, there's so much Philly in this. Not just the part in the rap when he meant, makes sure to mention that Philly is his origin. Yes. As a matter of fact, but he's variously wearing. Philly's gear and Eagles gear. Yes. Now again, a little too long. Four minutes, ten seconds. It is a little too yeah. long. Yeah, but that's only because of the rap. Oh yeah, that's right. See, so yeah, he's running for a touchdown that he threw it himself. Yeah, here's the Eagles. Everybody in this video looks great. Yeah. I love the, the leather jacket with the flannel top. Oh, I love, the, I love that look. Yeah. This look is great. We've got dancers on roller skates oh, doing yeah. tricks. Venice Beach. Yeah. I mean, those are good shots. They put money behind this video. Oh, yeah. And for like he's sixteen, he's not bad. He's, he's not bad. Like, you know, not that none of this is no, great. He's but it's good. good. He's just no Dino. <laughs> he's better than Dino. No, we've proven that yeah. wrong. He didn't like. He, he, he was, can dance better than Dino. He was he was like the it guy for eighteen months. Oh yeah, you know, he did not dominate the nineties, but he had a moment. This song, like in theory, it did not fail. It, it was a it, hit. It was a hit. I remember it very well because, you know, I was a tween yeah. when it was a thing for tweens. I wonder if he had a second album. 
Ooh, that's a good question. And if it was a little harder edge, because it was the like, <laughs> mid '90s, was like, you know, I'm from the streets. I wonder if it was even his idea to record an album, or if his his management was just like, you're going to do this. I, I'm sure he was like, yeah, I can sing, so great. <laughs> I mean, he's not, he's not a bad dancer. Not a bad dancer. Not he's a great-looking dude. Yeah. He's not a terrible singer. This is just good pop yeah. Pop shit. You know, it's the monkeys. It's, uh, yeah. He's a TV star, and so he, he gets to do it out. He gets to do it. I tell you, I love... His crew is great. The keyboards on this are great. Yeah. Like, I, it's good enough that I kind of wish someone else more capable <laughs> had yeah. done it. Yeah. Again, I so bet you... Because otherwise it's a joke now. It's this novelty song oh, yeah. that Joey Lawrence did. Well, again, like Tisha's, I'm sure this was offered to a lot of different people. Yeah. Like, hey, Bobby Brown, do you want this? Like, no, <laughs> no, that's not... Yeah. And then it went down to Joey Lawrence. No, it's already too long and we already... We haven't gotten to the rap. It's, it's, yeah, they need it to wrap It should have faded up. out by now. Even for my music, I'm like, wrap this up. Look at those fashion. is amazing. Oh, baggy jeans. I love them. Oh, Jorts. Love it. Ripped jeans. Okay, this is this Here is the is. rap. Not. I'm just gonna back it up a bit. Don't forget about the line, because again, in case you can't hear what he says, it's lately you've been acting like I smell like a zoo, <laughs> Philly zoo to be exact. And hey, Philly's my origin, as a matter of fact, which are maybe the worst I mean, rap lyrics yeah. I've ever heard. Better singer than a rapper. Yes. <laughs> wow. I kind of love that he's repping Philly so hard because I always appreciate hometown pride. I hope. <laughs> yeah. I hope he came up with the rap. Ooh, like they wrote the pop song. He's like, no, I want to rap. Yeah. Even though it's bad, yeah. I hope so too. I and hope and so I, too. And I respect it if he did. Yes. As opposed to somebody like, hey, I got some lunch, you rap. And yeah. he was like, oh, okay, I guess I will. I'll bet you he did because it's so tacked on. Yes. And the lyrics are so bad and also personal. Yes. That it feels like he wrote it. It feels like he wrote it. Yeah. And there's also, they don't, normally when you do a rap it's the bridge. You do it in the middle. Right. They tacked it on, they the, it end on to the end and didn't turn down the music. Yeah. So they might they might just be like, you can have this. Right. And he's yeah. like, he's like, watch this. Yeah. Maybe you smell like smell yeah. like a zoo. <laughs> oh, well, that's a what a great way to end our first show of the season. Yeah. That's fucking great. Tisha Campbell's song and Joey Lawrence's oh, song. Unplanned that genius. Is, that is grab bag shit. Although yeah. I bet there's enough of that that we could do a whole episode. Oh, 100% on we could. songs by t- that TV stars did. Yeah. They had their I Want to Be a Pop Star moment. You literally just said the title of the episode. <laughs> I Want to Be a Pop Star? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's it. But uh, that is it for this episode of Music Raygun. Your hosts have been me, Paul Champanelli. Me, Kirk Pinchon. Our theme music is by Bagweed. You can find more of Bagweed's music on Bandcamp, Spotify, Amazon, or Apple Music. And if you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend about Music Raygun because word of mouth is the best way to share the show. It's the best way to share anything. Exactly. Don't advertise. Don't be a sellout. No. Until next time. See ya. See ya.